everyone, this is Florence Bremer. Welcome to Florence Legally Brunette, the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I've lived in Phoenix since 1999. Before that, I lived in Chicago and was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for over 20 years. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. As a lawyer, it feels I'm never entirely off the clock. I never step away from thinking about my cases and my clients, and it seeps into my everyday life. But I do my best to enjoy work and time not working. Please join me on this journey in finding grace and contentment in the practice of law. What I wanted to talk about this week was something weighing very heavily on my mind, which is the week leading up to the Christmas holiday. And I wanted to share my last week because I feel at this point like a giant accomplishment has come over me. And I wasn't exactly sure how I was going to make it through this week because it was so overly scheduled. And then in the middle of the week had a very unpleasant um, surprise that ended up turning out okay, like thankfully, like thank the Lord, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But um, last I recorded with you it was Sunday night. I was gearing up for a very, very busy week, a ton of hearings, and I just want to tell you about my week a little bit. So on Monday, I had um, a meeting in the morning. I had a late morning hearing. And then I had a late afternoon hearing. So in between those two hearings, I went and got my car washed because it was like just in an awful state. (laughs) And then I went to Einstein Bakeries and set up an office there where I got myself a coffee and then sat around and answered emails, read transcripts, um, worked for a few hours until I had to go back to court. And then on Tuesday, I didn't have anything officially scheduled. It was my one day to kind of prep for the rest of the week. But that day ended up going extremely crazy. As soon as I walked in in the morning, the phone started ringing off the hook. And I was the first one there. And all sorts of people were calling and and wanting to come in like first thing in the morning. And I said, listen, I, I have to get ready for court. But if you could come right now I can see you. And people actually came in and I did like very quick consultations in the morning. And then taking a step back to Monday, I also had to prepare and file an emergency petition in another one of my cases. So Monday and Tuesday just ended up being crazy. And then Tuesday, I had a very um, important client called me wondering if they could drop by and do a lunch meeting. So we did that. So it was all this stuff like on, on Tuesday that wasn't previously scheduled. And then on Wednesday morning, I had my 7 a.m. marketing group meeting. We had our annual Christmas party, best meeting of the year. And then right from there, I had to leave for court about an hour away 
in a town called Avondale, went to a hearing there, and then I had a one o'clock hearing back in Phoenix. So again, I set up my Einstein's bakery office. The whole time I kept thinking, these people are gonna throw me out of here. You can't just sit here for four hours, but they actually were very gracious and maybe they didn't even realize how long I had been there. Um, no one bothered me. I was doing all sorts of work, even making phone calls. And it was good to have that as a, as a spot. And they had Wi-Fi, which I needed. And then um, on Thursday morning, I had an arbitration at my office where everyone was calling in telephonically and my clients were showing up in person. But Wednesday, well, I guess this would actually be Thursday, at about 3 in the morning, I get a call from my middle daughter, like, screaming, and um, which is just a terrifying call to get. And she's in all this pain, and she's, you know, saying, what should I do? And I said, well, go to the emergency room, drop off the baby at my house, you go to the emergency room, and we'll figure this out. So she dropped off the baby, and he's six months old, so he was all out of sorts. So he was up for a bit, and then um, he finally went to sleep maybe, let's say, around five, and then I had to get up at six. So I was just completely exhausted. And then my daughter called me in the morning, and it turned out she had kidney stones and had to be operated on. The doctor said they were humongous kidney stones. She's 21 years old. Like I was floored. I just couldn't believe like that was the case. Um, so they kept her all day and did a surgery at night. And uh, the baby stayed at my house the whole day. And um, my husband was there, but the whole time, you know, of course, like the baby's like on my mind and she's on, my daughter's on my mind and I'm going into this arbitration. So when my clients got there, I told my clients what had happened and they were so gracious. They said, why don't you cancel this? Like, go take care of your daughter. And I said, no, like she's, there's nothing I can do. She's like, she's at the hospital. She's just waiting for her surgery. There really is nothing I can do. Let's do your arbitration. It's been set for months. Like, I want to do this. But they were so kind and so gracious. I told the arbitrator. The arbitrator said the same thing. And I said, no, no, let's do this. And we actually did it. And it, it went really well. And then after that, I kind of finished up some stuff at the office, picked up the baby from my house, took him to see the son's gorilla, who was dressed up as Santa Claus. They have something for the season ticket holders every year where the son's mascot, who's the son's gorilla, dresses up as, as Santa Claus and you can go take pictures. So we went into the city and, and got pictures with the baby and Gorilla Claus and came back at night. Um, my daughter actually showed up at my house at about 11 p.m. That was around the time she was discharged. She came and got her child. I was like a... Uh, a blob like I, I couldn't even function anymore by the time she got the baby and then on Friday morning I was supposed to have a hearing at 8 30 which got continued and uh, one of those like thank the Lord moments because then I could sleep till about 7 a.m. and then I had to drive in the afternoon to Chandler which if you're familiar with Phoenix Chandler is like on the other side of the world. It's about 60 miles away. And of course, it's Friday afternoon, the Friday before Christmas, Friday traffic, Christmas traffic, like it's all there. 
And it took me forever to get there, and I ended up being late. Um, but, I mean, what can you do? And we got done, and we got done kind of early. And I was driving back, and the traffic was amazing. Like, I'm just flying down the road. And then suddenly it stops. And for about three or four miles, I'm, I moved in about 40 minutes, I moved about three or four miles. And it turned out it was just a car stalled in the middle of the road. And it held up traffic for close to an hour. And I get around it. And, and by this point, it's after six. You know, it's dark. I'm tired. And I know that I have to run some Christmas errands. So I run to Honey Baked Ham, and I pick up a Honey Baked Ham for Christmas Day. I don't eat it, but I get it for my family. They enjoy it every year. I knew it was going to be my one chance to get it. I came home on Friday night, and then on my way home, I also passed an Italian deli, which I don't get to pass, but since I was out doing these errands, I stopped there, and I got some things for dinner, came home, ate was like a total blob, fell asleep. So then the weekend, do I get a chance to relax? No, not really. I woke up at 7 on Saturday, um, took my long walk, went to the gym for 30 minutes. Then I went to the grocery store. I went to the library, went home, soaked in the tub for a little bit, got ready, went to the Suns game with my friend, came home again, fell asleep, exhausted, woke up 7.30 on Sunday, didn't set an alarm, just let myself wake up naturally, hung out for a little bit, doing a little work, answering a little bit of emails, had to jump in the shower, went to church at 11.30, right afterwards went to my sister-in-law's for um, a little birthday party for her daughter who's visiting from out of town, went home, rested for about an hour, picked up my niece, the one who was for the birthday party for her, her and I had planned to go for a special dinner. We went to the melting pot and for some reason, I've, I've never been there, but I guess like the dinner is kind of a process when you do the whole thing. We were there for about three hours, and now as I sit here, it is 10 o'clock on Sunday night, and I'm recording this podcast. This has been my last seven days, and I am sure that anyone that I talk to is having the same thing as we gear up for Christmas, and tomorrow doesn't get much better for me. I have meetings in the morning, and then I go to court, but my niece is leaving tomorrow, and she has a late flight. And my court is both near the airport and the mall. So everyone's going to go with me. They're going to drop me off at court. I'm going to go to uh, court while they go to the mall. I'm going to Uber over to the mall after I'm done with court. We're going to shop, have dinner, drop off my niece, and then head home. And then the next day is Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. The stresses that we put us through, th put ourselves through this time of year is beyond amazing. I'm so looking forward to Christmas Day around 6 o'clock. That is one of my most favorite times during the year. When everything is done 
everything is cleaned up. So far, fingers crossed, hands in prayer position. I don't have anything scheduled for the 26th and the 27th in terms of work or anything important social. I'm hoping to rest, read, see some movies. So I just wanted to share that because it leads me to my topic today, which is how do you recharge after a stressful period? And I was just reading an article in Elle Magazine, of all things. It's the January issue. It has Beyonce on the cover. And the article is called Much Ado About Nothing. And one of the things that this article talks about is the the one of a very a very important element for your well-being is doing nothing. So we all have these schedules where we're scheduled so heavily with work, so heavily with social a social calendar, so heavily with our family, uh, the things that our kids need to do, things we need to do for our parents. We're so heavily scheduled. And then on top of that, we schedule things like exercise classes and other things, but we don't schedule nothing. Um, Even for instance, going back to this last week, on Tuesday night, I went to a yoga class. So yoga, you know, supposed to be relaxing. I, the class that I went to was actually one of those kind of power yoga, uh, a vinyasa where you're doing uh, a lot of flow positions. And it starts at 7. I thought it ended at 8. It really ended at 8.30. The yoga instructor kept us closer to 9. So that was like a, just a ton of stress for me. So the point is we have to schedule nothing And I actually do this quite a bit to the extent that I can. It's been really, really, really hard for the month of December, the month of November. I just feel like every weekend is nonstop. Every week is nonstop. And if you can, try to have quiet and peace between Christmas and New Year's. Usually most years, this ends up being one of my most favorite times of years because I feel like everyone relaxes. A lot of times people go out of town, so they're not here anyways. People's kids are off of school. If they're having any sort of dispute, it's a time to be quiet. I'll tell you that as soon as as soon as January 6 hits, <laughs> as I'm looking at how the ha- holiday calendar goes, things will be off the rails. But before then, rest when you can. I'm going to take a little aside because I was just talking about this with my husband um, earlier today. I actually Googled it because I was trying to figure it out. And the question that I had in my mind was, what is the best day of the week for Christmas to fall on. So is it better if it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Like what's the best day of the year for December 25th to fall on? And I had been thinking about it quite a bit and I even Googled it and I did a sort of a, a 
informal quiz with my husband where I asked what he thought. He said Thursday. In my mind, I was thinking maybe like Monday or Tuesday. When I Googled it, it said Wednesday. And this year, Christmas falls on Wednesday. And I think that might be the case. I think when it falls on a weekend, it's not good because it's just all work days leading up to Christmas. And then right after Christmas, there's work days. If it falls on a Monday, then you have the whole week afterwards where those are work days. But if it falls in the middle of the week, I think that might be the sweet spot. Because that Monday, the 23rd, um, that's just one work day in there. And first, this 23rd for me is particularly busy, and that's kind of a bummer. But then the next day is Christmas Eve, and I think a lot of people take off Christmas Eve. Um, I have had years past where I've actually had court on Christmas Eve. For the longest time, the courts scheduled things very crazily, and they would schedule it Christmas Eve, and I always feel like, hey, I have these old days stories, but for a while, Maricopa County tried a night court for family court, where they actually did court at night for family law cases to try to move cases along. They did it for a couple of years. They did court on Christmas Eve. I think they found that it just failed. Too many attorneys would ask for continuances or ask not to be scheduled in night court. I actually went to a lot of these hearings. It was an extreme bummer. I mean, can you imagine you're in court all day till 5 and then you have to be back at 6.30 at night for a hearing? It it was, it was a failure. <laughs> um, so if the... Sorry, I'm like kind of jumping around. But if court falls during, if Christmas falls during Wednesday, then that's smack in the middle of the week. So the December 26th, which I always find to be one of the most quietest days of the year, like leading up to Christmas can be pretty busy. And then as soon as you hit the 26th, like dead quiet. I will tell you that over the years, Many people have asked to schedule meetings with me on December 26th. And many years I would accommodate that. For the most part, people would cancel when that day came around. Because you do all this stuff Christmas Day. And then the 26th comes around and your kids are home and if you don't have kids, you're just exhausted, or maybe you want to go to the movies, or you're cleaning up, or whatever, whatever 100 million things there is to do after Christmas, or you just want to stay at home and watch movies. And then there you are um, trying to go to a meeting. It just never, ever worked. So if the 26th is a day that where nothing really happens, and that falls on a Thursday, then you got Friday the 27th, and then nothing's happening that day. So I'm very, very hopeful that after Christmas, it's very quiet. I really need to recharge. And reading this article, it's 
becoming very clear to doctors, psychologists, um, any sort of professional that there needs to be a time where people are doing nothing. When there is not a time to rest, you lose creativity. That is why when we're in the shower, we have these great ideas because we're not sitting in front of a screen. We're not watching something. We're just nothing. And then something pops into our head. I will tell you there have been many times where I've been in the shower or been out on a walk and something that has just been sort of a roadblock in a case or maybe a roadblock in my own personal life. And then suddenly it's like, oh, this is all I have to do. And it just comes to me. And that's because you need to have periods of nothingness. Um, some more breakdown into what that can be. Have quiet activities. Um, a lot of quiet activities are free, by the way, which I love. I love anything that doesn't cost a lot of money. Taking some time to meditate, taking some time to sit quietly and read or flip through a magazine, these are very, very important. Even if it's a short period of time, if you can get out of your office chair and take 10 minutes and maybe walk around the office, that quiet activity will help bring you back to where you need to de- need to be. Another one is exercise. I know I talk about exercise a lot. So people who've never met me before probably think I'm this physical fitness buff. I'm not. I'm a regular person. And by the way, I hate exercise. I would rather do anything than exercise. But I know how I feel when I don't. So I need to make sure that I get something in. I'll tell you Tuesday night when I went to yoga class, it was the last thing in the world I wanted to do. And the last hour of it, I was really starting to feel like, should I roll up my mat and go home? I'm exhausted. I have to get up at five in the morning, but I know how good it is for me. Um, Going to the gym and doing some weight bearing exercises, very important. Another thing that I, I don't like exercise, but I love taking walks. I love taking walks and listening to podcasts. And that's my standing date with myself every Saturday morning. And something that I've incorporated into it to help me get a little bit more exercise in is I'll stop at benches and I'll do squats, lunges, planks, elbow dips, um, push-ups on the bench, just kind of alternate. It sort of depends on who's around. If there's people around, I may not do a lot of it. But if I can come up to the bench and, and nobody's sitting around, 
I'll do a little bit of these exercises just to push myself a little bit further. This, having this routine is very, very important to your well-being. Another important thing is, do you have an artistic outlet? When I was doing my semi-sabbatical in September, I was writing like crazy. And I wasn't writing anything amazing, but I was doing journaling of my activities. And it was just coming out of me. Like it was flowing from me. And as I was doing journaling, I would think about topics for the podcast or things I wanted to incorporate into my everyday habits. Because I had some quiet time finally, I was having this artistic expression. In the past, I painted for a while and I haven't done it in a long time, but I was buying canvases and I was just doing abstract painting and my daughters liked them and and they hang them on their walls and that makes me feel very happy that they would um, enjoy, you know, something that I created when really all I wanted to do was take it and throw it in the dumpster. I've also done um, something really fun is I've done painting classes. It's those places where you can bring wine to, but I've never brought wine to it. And I've done it with a small group of family members and a larger group of family members. And a teacher walks you through a project. And it's so fun to see what everyone is doing and how the different artwork is turning out. And while you're doing it, you really can't think about anything else except doing that art, that artwork. And so I recommend that or going to a place and painting pottery. Because when you're doing something like that, usually you can't think of anything else. Another mind clear for me is is driving. My driving is usually from court to court or meeting to meeting. But I work really hard to try to clear my mind. There's so many times that I've been driving and I'm thinking about my cases and all of a sudden I'm in the parking spot at the court and I'm thinking, how did I even get here? So instead, what I try to do is think of the drive as like a mini vacation. So... If it's something where it's early in the morning, I'll put coffee in my hydro flask. I'll have a podcast geared up and I'll think this is what you get to do for the next hour. Like this is your reward. You go into court, take care of what you need to take care of. And then when you come out, you have another hour of driving and just clearing your head. I'll tell you, Friday got to be a little bit too much. I ended up being in the car for probably over three hours um, just driving around town and being stuck in holiday traffic. But usually I try to use that time to not stress. Um, Friday I was failing. As I was coming back and the sun was sinking and I was getting to the point where I just had had it with the day, I was starting to get a frustration that I had not had in a long time because now I try to have a mindset of I'm going to use these drives 
as part of my time to decompress. Another thing I do is entertainment. It's so nice to have streaming services. I have barely been able to go to the movies in the last month or two. Like just have not had time. Been able to catch a couple of movies. I'm hoping maybe to catch some during the Christmas holiday. Although that's that's always hard because everyone seems to go to the movies during that time. But if I can't go to the movies, I try to find something to stream it at home. And and luckily there's been lots of great things that are original things on Netflix or Hulu that you can stream and you, part of your streaming services where you're paying 12 bucks a month or whatever, and you can have some really good programming. There's been some really good Netflix original movies. The Irishman was excellent. Marriage Story was excellent. I'll tell you, skip um, Underground 6. It's either called Underground 6 or 6 Underground. I'm not sure. It's a new Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix. They'd been pushing it heavily, and I thought this looks kind of interesting, and it was sort of like a Deadpool ripoff in a way, and was just sort of ridiculous. There's action movies that can be ridiculous and still be fun, like Fast and the Furious. I love Fast and the Furious. Like, those are good. But this was just super self-aware, but not in a fun self-aware way. Um, Snarky, like Deadpool, but not like good like Deadpool. And finally, I just, I lost interest and was kind of doing other things. And then finally just shut it off 30 minutes before it ended. And I have no interest in finding out how it ended. So there's some misses out there in terms of the streaming entertainment, but there's a lot of good stuff too. And a lot of stuff that can be things that are really catered toward what you like. I know that um, when I talked about being at Einstein's, I had an office set up. I often use someplace like Einstein's or Starbucks or a breakfast place to also use it as a time to decompress. I can bring a stack of magazines there, have a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, a bagel, and just kind of get through my reading materials. That is one of my most favorite ways to spend time. I haven't done it in ages because again, like no time. The last tip I'll give for for you and hopefully what you can do as the holiday approach and then after the holidays, that sweet, sweet spot between after Christmas and New Year's is I hope you can unplug. Sometimes I'll put my phone in another room for several hours. I don't go to sleep with it anymore. I have my charger in a different room and I always used to have my charger next to my bed. So my phone was always next to me. My charger was always next to me. Now I put the charger in the other room. So when it's charging, that's fine. I I can't have my phone. And that's part of the unplugging as well. You are going to see in the next year, I'm certain, and I'm starting to see it more and more, 
there are more articles and books about the importance of unplugging. We cannot be connected all the time. Several years ago, I was reading all my books on an iPad. And as I had an iPad, um, emails would pop up, text messages would pop up. I would get out of the book I was reading and hop into, say, hop into Facebook and see what was posted. I try to have a stack of just paper books around because that's part of the unplugging as well, getting away from the electronics. So these are just some tips for myself. (laughs) I hope you can use them too. But this is what I plan on doing, especially after Christmas. And I'm hoping it continues through the new year. Because if we don't do these things to take care of ourselves, we're going to have definite burnout. Thank you for listening. You may have noticed when I announced the podcast today, I called it Florence Legally Brunette, the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I realized that through iTunes, that's basically how it's listed. So I think if if people were just putting in Bonafide Legal Podcast, they couldn't find me. If you put that into SoundCloud, you can find me. So again, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Legally Florence Legally Brunette, the Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Facebook under my personal page and business page. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram under Flor- Florence Legally Brunette and on my website at brummerlaw.com. Thank you again for listening. Have a wonderful holiday a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, however you celebrate, enjoy. I'll be back next week with new content. And thank you again for listening.